What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Yay! Woo! We're back, and it's Wednesday, and we're excited to be here. And before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Howdy doody, everybody. Uh, today's show should be a lot of fun because we've got the Hollywood vixen Deirdre coming on to dish all about her night at the um, – she went to an after-hours party. An after uh, – after, let's do English, Ron. Take two. Take <laughs> I mean, two. I'm, I'm Start still, over. I still Rolling. haven't survived the loss of my dog, so I'm a little screwed up, everybody. Forgive me. Um, Deirdre, she went to Golden Deirdre, Globe parties. No, she she went to the, the big one, the, the – um, I'll, I'll let her okay, tell you anyway, all about it. Okay, anyway, she'll tell us about anyway, it. Anyway, she was everybody. mingling with all the movie stars, and she's got all kinds Just of Just say hi to everybody, and we'll hi introduce everybody. Chad. There you go. Hey, what's up? And we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Howdy doody. I've never heard Ron say that howdy before. Howdy doody. <laughs> I love howdy doody. When I was a kid, he was my hero. That's funny. What's up, chat room? What's up, Jimmy? What's up, Ron? That's what's up, everybody in the chat it's room. It's, Get, a, it's getting better. Time heals all wounds. Getting absolutely. better, slowly but surely. There you go. And so we want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. Uh, I'm in the chat room. You can also hit the ITV button at the top of the W4CY website, and you can see us waving at you hey. from our studio in Pennsylvania. <laughs> so yay, yay! We got a great show for you today. We've got film uh, documentary filmmaker Tommy Reed coming on, and we have Mark Stein, lead singer. Of Vanilla Fudge and founding member I of Vanilla Fudge. I love Vanilla Fudge. They're from my day. Yes, and he, I think he's from Long Island because we'll that's, talk about it. But better. he's he's got inducted into the Long Island Rock and Roll Music Rock and Roll Terrific. Hall of Fame alongside with Billy uh, Billy Joel, Billy Joel, yeah, and also Joan Jed, and also the other guy that does a radio show, the Dirty One. Yeah, Twisted I Sister see Guy. Your tits. What's his name? Oh, Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Well, he's not in the Hall of Fame though because he's not a musician. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should put him in the Long Island Hall of Fame. <laughs> so anyway, we hope everybody is doing good. We want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. Ken Pettigrew from the Ken Pettigrew Show, 8 p.m. Pacific time, KenPettigrew.com. We've got Irish Ginger in the uh, chat room from the Irish Ginger Show. She hosts a show Saturdays, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern time on W4CY.com with great musical guests. And uh, everybody in the chat room, hello, welcome, and we're going to have a good show. Hey, chat room, give us your comments. We need them. 
Uh, I would like to start off right away with this. Uh, which came first, our event or the Golden Globe? Our event. Our event. We went to um, New Jersey to a wonderful place called Starland Ballroom. Oh, thank God he's got a brain. Mine is frozen. <laughs> no, really, I'm I'm shot. Come on, uh, Ronnie. The Star Room Ballroom, and I went to see, of course, Jimmy and I. Joya Bruno, who we love and adore, who's one of the singers at Expose. We were in the green room, and I met Noel, and I met TJK. TKA. TKA, whatever. And <laughs> George Lamont. George Lamont. All these fabulous uh, singers of yesteryear, and it was an incredible show. We really loved it. 2,500 people behaving like children. They were all 40-plus, some young. Jumping and waving their arms and carrying Dancing on. And screaming. I thought the building was going to collapse, to tell you the truth, because the floors and the walls were shaking. It was 2,500 people and you couldn't move. Couldn't move. And it was an exciting evening. And they VIP Jimmy and I all over the place. It was just wonderful. We had security following us to make sure that nobody would jump us like we like with somebody, right? But I did hear somebody yell out in the crowd uh, Jimmy Starr's name. So I think somebody recognized Jimmy. Uh, it was just a fabulous night. Joya Bruno is a delight to be with all the time. She's an angel. In fact, she's on her way to Florida now to work. And when she gets back, she's coming to my house for dinner. And that's the ultimate compliment that Jimmy and I can give. Whose house? Our house. Okay. What do you think I said? Yeah. My house? Yeah. Did I say my house? Yeah. Oh. Maybe there's a divorce on it. Oh, boy. I don't know. But, uh, Chad, you would know it though. You guys, we went to a freestyle. It was a freestyle concert. It had all the biggest names from the freestyling world back when Expose, who's had eight number one hits. Um, everybody knows him. It was a lot of fun. We had a phenomenal time. It was just a super, super fun time. We got to eat their food and drink their drinks and hang out with them all and take pictures with them all. And it was just a lot of fun. And go. Giorgio was there. He's the one that sings You Want to Be an Americano. He revived that song that Sophia Loren did in a movie, The Bay of Naples with Clark Abel in 1965. So it goes to show you that old is new again. And he's and got a new one, Pop the Bubbly. Pop the Bubbly, which is a Charleston, believe it or not, a Charleston background music, and the, he sings to it. He's an incredible guy, Giorgio. We really liked him a lot, and we made him our new good friend. It's so, going to be fun, and over the next couple, couple of weeks, we'll have all these different people coming yeah. on the show. So all in all, it was a fun evening. Uh, also, Nicole, Noelle's backup dancers, there was one in particular, the blonde girl whose name is Dana uh, Demonte or something. Oh, Danny, I forgot. No, Dana. Dana's something. Cute as hell, can sing. And we're we're going to have her coming on, too. Yeah, because we want to start to push some young kids that really don't have a break anymore. Years ago, studios groomed you and put you out there and made you a star. Today, you have to really do it on your own, and the competition is tremendous. So we'd like to help all these young people. It's kind of like giving back. Although nobody gave me anything in my career, but I me you know, either. That's so friggin', <laughs> we'll give it back anyway. We're bigger than the jerks that I met coming we up like the ladder. We like it. That's what we're gonna do, actually, too, because like our first guest comes on in a couple minutes. But but uh, as a tribute to that, Joya Bruno to me is like one of the greatest singers in the world. I love her to death. Ron loves her to death. Expose is love fantastic. Her. They had eight number one hits. We're gonna play Ron's favorite Joya cover. Yes, Joya sings like nobody else. I hate this song. For your eyes only. Never liked it. We're riding in the car one day and Jimmy plays it. And I said, Jimmy, who is this woman singing? She's fabulous. She's better than C Celine Dion. And he said, that's Joya Bruno. I said, go away. That's Joya? Wait till you hear her song. 
Anyway, I want to speed forward to where we're going tomorrow. We'll leave for Hilton Head, South Carolina. We were invited by my very dear friends, Meg and um, Alan Rudnick. And we're going there for four, three or four days to relax. They came to my rescue when I was heartbroken last week, devastated by the loss of my dog. <laughs> and um, I'm so looking forward to go in and visit him with them. To get away and catch up with them. They're delightful people. I love them very much. Alan is a doctor, a lung doctor. So if ever you blow a lung, go to Ohio and look up Dr. Alan Ruddick. Blow a He's lung. a wonderful doctor and a wonderful person. His wife is absolutely gorgeous. She's my Grace Kelly. She looks just like her. They're lovely people. And we lo- I can't take it, Jim. So what we're going to do, you guys, in tribute to we had such a good time on Saturday night uh, at the Freestyle Concert with Joy Bruno and Expose, we're going to play for your eyes only for all you guys to hear it. It's a beautiful, beautiful ballad. You guys know it from the James Bond movie. Chad's got it ready. Chad, you ready? Rolling. Here we go. Yay! That's Joya Bruno for your eyes only. Gotta love it. And she's a rock and roll singer. Look what she can do with a ballad. 
I'm trying to talk her into making a recording, uh, recording an album with just the wonderful old classical songs because she's got a beautiful voice. And what's really amazing is to know her. You absolutely love her. She's one of these people that when you meet them, they open their heart to you and they embrace you and they love you. And she's got a smile on her that melts you, just melts you. She's all love and, and just a, a lovely person. And Joya, if you're driving to Florida and you're listening to us on iHeartRadio, um, have a safe journey. Drive carefully, honey. There you go. Okay, what's next? Let's talk about the Golden Globes. We'll wait no, for, we're going to we'll call a guest. Deirdre. We're calling a guest. We're going to call okay. a guest. So we're gonna, Who are we calling? We're going to call Tommy Reed. Okay, what does Tommy Reed do? He made a documentary film uh, on Super Thief, um, Inside America's Biggest Bank Score. It's a true documentary, and he's also the brother of Tara Reed, who's a pretty popular uh, actress. Well, can, can like he teach us how to rob a bank? Because I could I do some yeah. Well, I'm decorating the house. You know, I, I've knocked it down, and now we have to rebuild it, and it takes a lot of money. So if he could give us lessons on how to rob a bank and get away with it, that would be an interesting show. You never know. Well, I'll let you ask him right now. His birthday. Whose birthday? His birthday. Well, I, I'll sing happy birthday only what if he gives me the, how to rob a bank. Right. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I thought that was somebody who was there. I uh, I jumped the gun. No, Jimmy, hello. you're old. That's a phone ringing, babe. It's not a voice. <laughs> I thought he said hello. No, in your mind. That's funny. No, it's not. Hello, this is Tommy. Hey, Tommy Reed. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, what's going on? How are you? We are absolutely fantastic. And before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody starting out with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, buddy, how are you? Listen, could you tell me how good. to rob a bank? <laughs> <laughs> no, I need money. No <laughs> kidding around. I need money. So if you could give me the uh, foolproof Serious. instructions on how to rob a bank and not get caught, you could stay on the show. If not, get the hell off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Then well, we've got talking to you guys. Then, then we, <laughs> oh, oh, we're not allowed to curse. We have to. We've been yelled at by our hot radio and a few other people. They said we love your show. Millions of viewers love your filthy mouth, but we don't. Oh. So iHeart doesn't approve of bad words. They all know we you. We love iHeart. We want to stay with them, so we want to behave. <laughs> there we go. So Tommy, you. we we got the man behind the boards too. That's Mr. Chad Murphy. Tommy Reed, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Good to have you. Tell us where are we calling you from. I know where we're calling you, but that way the people listening know where we're talking to you from. In sunny Manhattan Beach, California, where it's 81 degrees today. Nice. Okay. No complaints. Okay, I'm glad there's no complaints. So then you're in California. We're in Pennsylvania. Um, they are in uh, Florida. Chad's in Florida. Mm -hmm. And today is your 40th birthday. Happy so birthday. So we want to wish you a happy birthday. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, guys. Uh, I'm singing. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. How do I rob a bank? Happy birthday to you. I love it. I love nice. it. Isn't that nice? My awesome. daughter, I mean, I our, our vixen got back from the Hollywood Golden Globes yesterday, and she said it was 91 in L.A. I mean, life is good out here right now. Nope. I know. Yeah, we're like 30 and raining. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. I mean, that, that would make me want to burglarize a bank, tell you that. Yeah, well, Jimmy and I are moving. We don't know where. Maybe L.A., maybe South Carolina, maybe the moon. We have no idea. Business <laughs> takes us all. Well, our stupid businesses take us all over the place. And we decided we don't really like Pennsylvania. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> but I, I want to hear all about you now. You've written a book about banks. No, like, no, 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 no. What did no, he do? No. He didn't write a book. He what made did it. Do? First of all, wait. I want to go. I don't want to go into that first. Well, like, I did. I brought. I, op- I opened the egg. Okay, so Easy you opened tiger. the egg. Okay, so you have a brand new documentary. It's called Super Thief: Inside America's Biggest Bank Score, and now available on video on demand. And you don't tell us how to do it. <laughs> Well, I think Phil Christopher does, but I don't. I'm just the filmmaker. I'm not the criminal. He's he's not the criminal. He didn't make it. He just, like, did the... uh, I need $30 million to do a film. Do you got... (laughs) You think I could bust a bank and get thirty million bucks? <laughs> Actually, that's what they got, like in nineteen seventy-two. So I'm gonna, re- I'm just gonna say, I-, I wrote a few little notes, and then we're gonna go back and talk about it. So basically, uh, this is—is is this your first documentary? I don't know about that. Is this your first one? No, this is my uh, seventh movie that I've uh, directed and produced, and my uh, third documentary. Okay, okay, wow. so th- this documentary, it's called, everybody, just so you can hear it again, it's called Super Thief, Inside America's Biggest Bank Score. It sent around, centers around career criminal Cleveland native Phil Christopher and the United California Bank burglary that took place in 1972 in Orange County, California. Breaking into the vault, they took $30 million in jewels, oh, bonds, and I cash. Oh, that's what I $30 million. And in 1972, so now that's $100 million. It's worth oh, $100 million. come on, be a pal. Tell us how they did it. <laughs> come on. And uh, the video's out now. It's uh, on video on demand. I think it's also something with Walmart I saw. And, uh, and it includes an, in, in interviews with Phil Christopher. So tell us, first of all, how did you come up with this concept to do this story? Well, when I was on set of my uh, feature film, Kill the Irishman. Um, Is that, that your film? That's period. an awesome film. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you. It took me uh, 13 years to make that. We made a documentary on that as well, but on the bonus features called Danny Green. The Rise and Fall of the Irishman. And when I was making that movie, <clears throat> which is based off of a, a book called To Kill the Irishman uh, by uh, a Cleveland chief of police named Rick Carrillo, he uh, was telling me about a book that he was finishing up about um, about America's biggest bank score um, in the Laguna Niguel heist and all about another Cleveland criminal named Phil Christopher. So that kind of piqued my interest right there. Of like, oh, well, I think there's always a story about how you, you know, were able to burglarize uh, a bank and get away with that kind of, you know, um, loot, if you will, um, in 1972, which is way above its, its times for that type of heist. And so that was is what kind of piqued my interest in, um, in making Super Thief. Listen, is, is it easy to rob a bank in Cleveland? No, the bank was in California. Well, there's a big difference between um, robbery and burglary. Robbery is when you're putting someone's life in harm's way. You're actually putting them at gunpoint, and uh, you know you could be able to take their life. A burglary is Mission Impossible style, where there's no one in harm's way, and it's versus you versus the odds. Yeah, it's like the That's difference between a drag queen and a trans dress cha- changer, you know, a transvestite. There's <laughs> a big difference. But listen, seriously, if I send you a pitch packet, would you like to see it? <laughs> no, I'm very well, let's serious. Let's see how the ratings go on this interview. We're first, looking, we'll, we're looking for we'll a phenomenal guy. So let's go. Uh, we are. We are. We're. we're we I'm are sending looking, you a pitch packet. We may send it to you. You never I'm, know. I'm sending it. I am sending him a pitch packet. No, 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 what are you carrying on about? You look like you're, you're dealing in gold. Okay. Anyway, well, as you know, we're not supposed to talk about it, and so you're on live radio over a million people. What did I talk about? Just things that just – I Okay. Nothing. Anyway, let's go back. Tell Tommy Reed. I mean, right. Listen, i got to clear this up. I mentioned nothing. I simply said I'm sending him a – I know, but those are the things you email off the line and you don't do on the air. I do everything on the air. <laughs> 
I air everything on the air. That's so why. let's go back, though. So you've got Super Thief, Inside America's Biggest Bank Score. So, so when did it – is it just now coming out or it's been out already for a little while? No, it came out uh, on the video on demand market about two and a half weeks ago. It was already That's up what I to thought. number seven on iTunes, top-rated documentaries. And it's in uh, the new and noteworthy section. So we're getting really great reviews on it. And now we're in the process now of adapting – well, we already have a script written on the documentary and the book um, that Rick Perlo wrote. And we actually, uh, the guys who wrote the script are the guys who wrote NBC's number one show called The Blacklist. So yeah, it's a, a great show. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are right now in current discussions with some A-list actors to uh, take on some of the roles. Now, are you on Netflix or going on Netflix? Um, no, I don't know. The- I, think, I don't think it's on Netflix yet. I think they... Are trying to capitalize and monetize on all the other. Uh, yeah, because I definitely like want to see your document. You go to video on demand to see it. Video on? Do we have that? Yeah, we, we, you pay for it and you get it. Yeah, you oh, just okay. as long as we have it, we'll get it. Now, <laughs> Amazon. Listen, I, I want. I want you to do this for me. Right. I want you to do this for me because we have a lot of like demented people out there that listen to this show. Because you got to be a little nuts to listen to this show. Please quietly and softly give me the title. Hello. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah, not me. He wants to hear it from you. (laughs) Okay, Super Thief Inside America's Biggest Bank Store. Super Thief Inside of America's Biggest Bank Store. Bank Score. Bank Score. 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 See? Okay, now we got it out there. Now everybody Everybody heard it when I said it. No, they don't, Jimmy, because, you know, you go so fast. You think you could. Jimmy has a beard now. Now that he has a beard, he thinks he's Butch Cassidy. Anyway. Okay, so I want to go back to this because, like, in this, in this documentary, <laughs> I saw part of the documentary. I, I didn't watch all of it yet. Um, but I think it's very interesting that it says that it includes interviews with Phil Christopher – and then as part of the promo package, it says what happened to him and where is he now? But, like, you know where he is since you got to talk to him. And is he really like him? Does he go around as him? Because, like, how can you be a bank robber, I mean a bank burglar? You mean he got away with it? Yeah. You're kidding me. Oh, I'm taking notes. When I see this documentary, I'm taking notes. I think he got away, he got away with it, right? Tommy? Is Tommy still there? He <laughs> very limited time. But because there wasn't enough cash from the Laguna Niguel heist, they went and they committed the same entrance, the same M.O. in another bank in their home state of Ohio. And they basically burglarized um, the Ford's plant in um, the Youngstown area in Lordstown. And that's how they got caught. Ah, so they got away with the first one and then they got caught on the second one. Well, if ever you talk to him again, tell him Ron Russell that he's my hero. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) He didn't kill anybody. He just went in and robbed 30 million bucks. Oh, my God. Is that wonderful? <laughs> I, so, do you talk to this guy often? I do. I do. So is, is he, he's like a clever man, right? We should bring him on. He was, uh, yes. I mean, if do you think put his skill set towards anything else, he'd be a multimillionaire in, in any other capacity. Do you think if you gave me his phone number and I called him, he would tell me how to rob a bank in Ohio? <laughs> because I have good friends that live in Ohio. I could stay at their house while I rob the bank. Actually, they could come and help me rob the bank. That's funny. Uh, no, it's away, true. I know, but 
I think enough Robin Banks now. Like that's no, kind I'm, of I'm going to start with. I can't. I mean, this guy is fabulous. We'll bring him on. I think it's phenomenal. I think that the whole thing is cool. I think the fact that you made a documentary, you got it on iTunes. It's one of the most downloaded ones uh, on there. Is terrific. Um, I, I didn't know. I, I didn't actually know that you actually did like Kill the Irishman. I thought was one of the like. Actually, for like an Irish like mob kind of movie, I thought it was shot extremely well with an, a really really good cast. So now I'm even like more excited uh, than I was before. Um, what, so so in, in your films, what are some of the, what are the other films? Just in case I've I've, I've seen them. Um, sure. Uh, my first movie I ever directed was a movie called Strike, and uh, that was like a bowling comedy where. Um, uh, basically, a down-and-out actor couldn't make it as an actor, so he goes and creates a persona on the PBA and kind of makes like a big like he, he takes a wig and some WWF mannerisms, and he winds up changing the whole PBA circuit and becomes a huge persona. And through his fame and fortune, loses his girlfriend and his best friend, only to get it back at the very end of the movie. Uh, another mockumentary, um, it's, a, it's a comedy called uh, Screwball, the Ted Whitfield story which is about the greatest wiffle ball player ever to play the game. Okay. And he goes and tries to, tries to break the home run record. Typical stoner comedy. What's and a then, whistle um, ball? What's a whistle ball? Wiffle. Wiffle. What's a wiffle ball? It's like a ball with holes in What's it. Your you didn't play wiffle ball when you were a little kid? No, I, I lived in Brooklyn with wiffle ball. We <laughs> threw rats at each other. <laughs> Street rats. We pick them up by the tail and twirl them and throw oh, them at each other. What woof ball? Wiffle. 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 W h i f f l e wiffle. So what happens? You throw the ball and what no, it's it like a baseball, but it's got hole. It's it's plastic and it's got holes in it. And you play baseball. What's the purpose of the holes? So you don't get hurt. So you don't get oh, hurt. Oh, how faggy is? Oh, excuse me, am I supposed to say? <laughs> yeah, that? it's just how, for you. How sissy Mary is that? <laughs> Which Tommy, by the way, Ron and I are like married, and we're like, we're so like when he says faggy, like at least we're, it's okay. We're allowed. <laughs> we're allowed. <laughs> That's like the black people could say nigga. Not, and not the other thing. Anyway, other don't thing. say it. Don't say it. We so can there say we go. faggot. We're allowed. <laughs> okay, so after Screwball, what's the next one? Then after that, I did the Danny Green documentary, uh, which is a precursor to Kill the Irishman. And after Kill the Irishman, then it went into making a Super Thief documentary. And after that, I just released a documentary that's actually uh, on its way to being number one on iTunes right now. So I have two documentaries that are in the top ten right now. Super Inside America's Biggest Bank Score, and another documentary called I Know That Voice, which is all about the biggest voiceover actors ever, ever to come out of the whole industry, from Mel Blanc to June Foray, with Rocky the, Squat, the Flying Squirrel, and, and Natasha, and oh, that's uh, cool. you know, Talking Tina, all the way up to The Simpsons, and Phineas and Ferb, and we cover video games, um, you know, um, uh, anime, and we cover the whole gamut, so uh, that one's right now out, and it's it's doing extremely well, and that one's called I Know That Voice. Okay. You know, I'm a bit psychic, or quite a lot psychic, and I just got a feeling that that documentary about the bank is going to win you an award, and if it does, please call me and let me know. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not kidding. I got such good, warm vibes about it. I think oh, it's I Know That Voice just won um, what's called an Annie Award, which is equivalent to the Oscars, but for the animation um, world, so that's... Uh, the award show is February 1st on that, and we won. You Congratulations. did win. See no, not, not the Super Thief one, the one about the voices. Oh, but I think the Super Thief is going to fly like a rocket. That everybody's into, especially a guy that got away with 30 million bucks. Are you kidding? It's better than the Brinks job of the 1950s. Remember Brinks? 
how they robbed the bank, didn't kill anybody, got away with maybe 10000 which was a big deal back then. Not compared to what he got. So then I have a question for you. So you do documentaries and you do films. Which one uh, – do you have one that you prefer over the other because you're kind of like almost even split on how many you've done in each in each genre? Yeah, I mean uh, it all depends. So doing a documentary, there's less hassle with actors and trying to worry about which take that you might offend an actor with. But it's much more uh, between an, uh, an editor and a director, the collaboration process. Whereas a film is a much bigger collaboration with you're getting involved in the actors and the, uh, the, the producers involved. And it's much a little bit more interactive with more people. Which sometimes is better and sometimes is worse. But, you know, if there's too many cooks in the kitchen, you can always spoil the dinner. But in some cases, it really benefits the film. So I'm kind of even split. It all depends on what's the documentary, because I might want not as many cooks in the kitchen, if you will. But on a film, I kind of look for that other support. So that That's way I'm not smart. kind of micromanaging and doing mm-hmm. too many jobs by myself. Now, listen, I'm an actor. If ever you need a 25-year-old raven-haired bodybuilder beauty, call me. <laughs> Why you he doesn't know who you are, so he oh, doesn't know how seen... that goes. He doesn't know what you look like. How oh, would he know? Oh, yeah, you sound like a you sound like a bad Craigslist lad right there. Or well, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually fifty, and I have full head of white hair, and I'm thin. And he's a so, very good actor. So that was the joke. <laughs> Everybody that knows me, our fans are laughing because they know what I look like for real. It was meant to be a joke. But not realizing that you're not seeing me right now. He doesn't see you, and he doesn't. Know, he didn't know who you were beforehand. But, but, now he. But knows. I want to tell you something. I think you're a nice guy, and I like what you're doing. And you he's sound- good looking. You should be asking him your like regular oh, he's, questions. Oh, he's real good looking. Are you straight? <laughs> <laughs> married with. Uh, oh, you're married. I, I have a gorgeous box. daughter. My daughter was first runner-up in the Miss America Teenage Miss America pageant. She's a. Green-eyed blonde. She's gorgeous. She looks like... Go back, cross, though. Cross Hang on. I know, but like, he just Kelly. told you he's married. How many children well, do you have? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He may have a friend. I don't end here. <laughs> he may have a single friend. Okay? <laughs> That's as successful as he is. How many children do you have? One. Tommy. One. I have my first, my first one. Okay, congratulations. Oh, I, at first I thought maybe Thank you it. said six. So you come, okay, you work, you're from a Hollywood family. People in the, oh, I, you know, I don't even know if I asked you. So, say hey to everybody in the chat room. There's a chat room full of people asking me questions, and I've been ignoring them all. Hey. <laughs> um, so we do have a chat room. Um, I didn't uh, want to uh, mention, too, but you do come from a Hollywood family. Your sister's Tara Reed. I actually uh, was Elton John's guest at a concert, and I met her when uh, many, 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 many years ago. She was fabulous. Um, so props to that. And and um, how has it been like like then? Because you basically have grown up like kind of like as a Hollywood kid since like you're in the business, your sister's in the business. Everybody in the chat room wants to know if you've ever done anything with your sister. Like have you guys done any movies or anything together? Yeah, Tara was uh, in my first movie called Strike with um, Rachel Hunter, Robert Carradine, Vincent Pastor, Eddie George, John DiMaggio, Rob Hubel. Dude, that's uh, a pretty, pretty big cast. Ca- that's a big cast for a first film. That's right. Yeah, it was uh, it was over a million dollar budget, and it's actually a really funny movie, um, and it did pretty well on the DVD market. But um, we're not coming from a Hollywood family. Tara made it, you know, right as I was graduating college at Ohio State, and that's where she got. I mean, she was doing it ever since she was a kid, and did some small little roles. You know, uh, one called Return to Salem's Lot for the director writer Larry Cohen. But she's never really been a superstar until she hit 
the um, the Big Lebowski, which then got her American Pie, and that's where it kind of uh, snowballed for. for so her. you never went to Beverly Hills High. Nope, we're from Jersey. I'm from, I'm from oh, Jersey. Jersey. But but you went to college in Ohio. That's correct. I didn't want to go to Rutgers. Okay. Are you sure that you weren't involved with that? I couldn't get into uh, Princeton. (laughs) Are you sure that you weren't involved with that robbery in Ohio? (laughs) Do you want to tell us about it? Maybe you you were orchestrated Well, I was born in 74, which makes me 40 today. So I would uh, be two years premature. Well, did your mother do the robbery (laughs) while she was carrying you? Oh, she, she, she does have an Italian last name of Russo. So oh, she's Ita- I'm Italian, too. No wonder I like you. You're half Italian. That's wonderful. <laughs> right. I'm like, De- I'm like De Niro. Ah. I think that's fun. So, so um, now I totally lost my train of thought. Ah, because you're old. Listen, I have an announcement to make. Megan Allen, if you're listening, I couldn't get the tomato pie because they didn't have the frozen uh, dough and the tomato They only had it for Christmas. So, guys, when we come to Hilton Head tomorrow, no tomato pie. Listen to him. Like like Tommy I don't want to forget Okay. Well, he mentioned (laughs) Italian. I thought of tomato. Tommy, did you ever have Philadelphia tomato pie? We had this place called Pacanelli's, which to me was one of the best pizzas I've ever had, especially coming from North Jersey, New York area. Pacanelli's Pizza, if you're ever in the Philadelphia area, that is the best pie I've ever had. We live in Philly. We're We're in Philly. Yeah, we're in Philly, so... Did you oh, have, if you're in Philly, then you guys got to go to Tacanelli's. How could you not do it? They only make 100 pizzas a day. you got to reserve your But do dough. they make tomato pie? I, I had to call up because they were booked, and I had, to, like, I had to pretend I was Chase Utley just to even get in the place. <laughs> you're kidding. I swear to God. That was this, that, that was this uh, August. But answer my question. Do they have tomato pie? Unbelievable. The best pie. It's, it's, it's right out, it's like 10 minutes out, right outside downtown. I think it's in like nice little brownstone areas. Tacanelli's. Check it out. It's, it's, it's famous. We definitely will. So I want to go back because people in the chat room are asking about social media. Are you on social media? Because I didn't see – I Googled Tommy Reed and I didn't see it. I don't know. Is there a Super Thief Twitter? Um, there, I don't know if there's Super – there could be a Super Thief handle. I don't really know. I'm at uh, – my, my Twitter is Tommy Reed 3 which is 1-I-I-I, the Roman numeral oh. 3. So that's okay. how you follow me on Twitter. And um, – you know, um, we have our Super Thief Facebook account. I'm actually, we're actually doing a, a new show right now, guys, called uh, My Life as a Dad, and where um, I'm directing and producing uh, a show that's all about our host, Robert Nickel, who interviews celebrity dads about the four stages of being a dad, expecting dads, new dads, active dads, experienced dads. And we're booking some of the biggest celebrity names, like Channing Tatum, Drew Brees, Josh Dumel, Chris O'Donnell, uh, Denzel Washington, Ray Stevenson, Eddie George, Elton Brand, Chris Paul, Sean Merriman, uh, John Sally, uh, Hank Baskin, Mario so Lopez. So you, and, you and I We're definitely together right now. I think we just just launched today the Facebook page called "My Life as a Dad," but that's a new show that we're going okay. Out everybody, check that one out and like the page. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to like you, like me back, because you and I have to talk. I had a TV show out in California on Time Warner called Set the Record Straight, and I interviewed uh, Jane Russell, Cliff Robertson, uh, Arlene Dahl, all the great stars of yesteryear, and I asked them questions that nobody dared. It was unfiltered and uncensored. Like I asked Jane Russell, what size bra were you in 1940? And Arlene Dahl, we talked about the scandal with Lana Turner's daughter being raped by her husband, Lex Parker. So my show was a great success. And I left it for personal reasons and came east 
and now we want to revive it. So maybe you and I should talk. I have a, another angle that I wanted to discuss, but I won't discuss it on the air because somebody will steal it. <laughs> so that that crazy, I'm not. But my shows yeah, that are sounds fun. great. I mean, we're also trying to start up our own network too, called the Parent Family Network, which we're building a lot of content for, and we're uh, in the infancy stages of starting up our own channel. So uh, right, where are you? Well, that's that cool. Too, are you in New Jersey now? No, he's in L.A. No, oh, right. I'm in Manhattan Beach, California. Manhattan, right, Manhattan Beach. Beach. Beautiful paradise on right. Manhattan Beach. Well, we definitely have 81 to talk. Because my show was a hit. Manhattan Beach. And Actually, we're starting a- up this year, the Manhattan Beach Film Festival, which is all geared towards family-based content. And uh, my partner uh, is J.D. Roth, who's behind biggest shows, like The Biggest Loser, Master Chef, Bar Rescue. So uh, Manhattan Beach is, uh, is, is very hot on the radar right now. As a matter of fact, That's- it's very hot out there. It's 81 degrees. Did I ever I mention to- that? I, yes, you did. 81 degrees again. We heard it again. I used to work the red carpet in Palm Springs, and I <laughs> loved it. It was a ball. We actually are working uh, on a Palm family Springs, film right it. now. We're working on a family film called Quigley 2, and it's about like this dog that gets sent down from heaven to save a toy company uh, That's that all the toys are made with, by Down Syndrome children. It's a sequel to a film that sold like like three and a half million copies on DVD like right. 10 years ago. And oh, so, wow. uh, but it's a family film and we're working on that. And, and uh, maybe we could collaborate on some stuff. I've got your email, but either way, we love having you on the show. And we also uh, want to wish you again a happy birthday and tell yeah. everybody again, they got to go to video on demand and, and rent Super Thief or download Super Thief. But it's a long title, so do it slowly. Okay. And clearly. Super Thief Inside America's Biggest Bank. Score. I can't wait. We're going to watch it when we get back from Hilton Head. Uh, absolutely. I want to see it. Maybe we could hit a bank. <laughs> yeah, listen to that. And we want, we wish you all the best in all your projects. Congratulations. Anytime you have anything to promote, oh. please, we would love to have you back. And since you're in the business like we are, the premiere of the movie I'm in called Croker, where I play a nasty cop from Brooklyn, opens in the end of February. It's on so Netflix in the beginning of February. It's on Netflix the beginning oh, of wow. February. It's called Croker, and I play a very nasty Brooklyn cop. There you go. And we also we want to thank Clint Morris from October Coast Publishing and Public Relations for introducing us to you and setting this interview up. Mm-hmm. He's a really great guy, yeah. and, and all his clients are fabulous, and we think you're fabulous. Congratulations on all your success. And good luck with everything coming in the future. And I just want to say something because a friend of mine who I spoke to earlier said, because I'm very sad I lost my dog of many years, and said to me, somebody new is coming into your life today who's going to bring you a great deal of joy. And I think you're the guy. There you go. (laughs) I think you're going to give us what we need. There you go. Anyway... However it works out, Tommy, congratulations, and thank you so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. You're fun. You're... I love the Jimmy Star Show. Thank you guys so much for your time. You guys have a blessed day, and it was really great you being too. on you're, you're, for all you're your a... help and support. Thank you very much. You're a nice guy. Anytime, come back. <laughs> you're a nice right, guy. Bye-bye. And tell your sister we said hi. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we'll do it. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. In chat room, we want to give a shout-out. JJ Catrone's in the chat room. What's up, JJ? Gotta love it. And everybody else in the chat room, we love you too. Thanks so much for tuning in. And That guy was, you know, we really have nice guests on our show. We haven't we had do. a bitch yet. Oops, bitch is okay. Yeah, bit, Chad, yeah. is bitch okay? Yeah, that's a, that's a dog, a female dog. Chad, is Chad there? Yo, what's up? Chad fell asleep. Is bitch okay? What'd you say? Bitch. Is bitch okay? Well, it's a female dog, sure. 
Okay, yeah, that's good. What I said. It's the F word they get nervous about. There you go. But he was a nice guy. And He's we all, a nice guy. You know, I, I always say this. Jimmy plays the best music on this show. Everybody is really great, even the rappers that I hate. He's got nice rappers that I like. They're decent rappers, not those weirdos that are shooting each other and stabbing each other. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's true. So Jimmy's really got a cool show here, and I'm he happy does. to be a part of it. It's our show. Yeah, I know it's our show, but you know, we you select the guests. I bring on the old bags. I bring on the Hollywood vintage people. Like soon, I'd like to get Carol Channing on. We're working on that. I'm bringing on uh, Debbie Reynolds, and I'm thinking of bringing on who else am I thinking? I don't know. Oh, Tippy Hedren, my buddy Tippy Hedren uh, from the Birds. Just a lot of the old timers because. We've now developed an older audience. We have an enormous gay audience, which I'm so happy that my family of gay people support us. And they send me such beautiful emails and such beautiful messages about how proud they are that Jimmy and I have a radio show and that we're open and out and that we make other, the world understand that gay people are not weird degenerates like that creep Phil Robertson said. That's right. It's not like Phil Robertson. And the elderly people, like relatives of mine and stuff, they say, we love your show when you have the older stars on that we knew and your crazy questions you asked them. So I think that we're really in the right venue of entertainment, and we're going to keep it that way this whole new year. Absolutely. We got some great guests coming up. We're having fun with it all. Chad, did you get my little message just now? No, I did not. Let me go check. All right. And, oh, and in the Shirley, meantime, Shirley McLean is another one. I have to call Shirley because she's always floating around. You know, she goes out, out of space. She takes rocket rides to another world. Well, I have a link that we can watch that Super Thief on the computer. I want to watch that because really, Jimmy, if we could learn from it, we could rob a bank. <laughs> right. Then we could finance, Enough of that. No, then we could finance all our movies. Yeah, let's go. We also want to give a shout out to uh, Morley because I think Morley's still in the chat room. Morley, one of our partners in Show and Tell Entertainment. And uh, everybody who's in the chat room, we think you guys are awesome. Tune in to Ken Pettigrew. I'm so happy J.J. Catrone's in there. J.J. Catrone's going to have a new album coming out. We're going to be like having him on as a guest. And uh, he did a song for our, uh, Ron and I's wedding, so we'll be premiering mm -hmm. it soon. And uh, we're very and, excited about it. And right, and Morley, do you want to be in on the bank robbery? <laughs> Jeez. That's, that's one way of getting $30 million, babe. <laughs> you never know. In the Ron's meantime, hungry. what we're going to do... Morley's got brains, you know. He could be the brains. Right. I'll be the brawn. I got the guts. I break through that, that wall in a minute. The vault is nothing for me. <laughs> I, I have got guts. I'm not afraid, you know. If Morley's the brains and I'm the brawn, what are you going to be, Jimmy? Uh, I'll be, be the, the getaway. You could, be, you could drive... No, the way you drive, we'll be caught by the cops. <laughs> Jimmy drives two miles an hour and hits every pothole in Pennsylvania. <laughs> no way. That's not fair. Listen, blows I, out our tires daily. You were, you, blew, you were driving the car when the car blew out. There tire blew out. I wasn't driving. Yeah, that's because that's I was great. 100 miles an hour. Chad, See, you won't believe it. I have to say, we're going to play a song in one second. No, wait. Oh, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I'm planning a robbery here. Jimmy, you be no, I'm the, done with the robbery. No, Jimmy, you go open the vault doors. I'll be the getaway car. No, I don't, I don't, I don't have brain. the bronze to do it. In the meantime, because in the meantime, though, going talking about the potholes, Chad and yes, everybody sir. listening, if you mm. go to Pennsylvania, you really have to watch out because it's not potholes like every once in a while you see one every 20 miles like in Florida. Right. They're like every 10 feet, and they're like 8 or 12 inches deep. No money, huh? <laughs> an no 18 money, PA. An 18-wheeler truck was in front of us. It went absolutely down the pothole. We couldn't see the truck anymore. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It's so incredibly unbelievable how the potholes the are here. The worst roads. This government that runs the state of Pennsylvania should be shot. You guys are broke. Their last state That's what to that go. says. What? <laughs> I said that you guys are broke. That's what that says. Oh, wait yeah. a minute. 
This state is the last state in the Northeast to approve of gay marriage. They are so friggin' backward in this state, it's pathetic. All of those big shots, the mayor, the governor, they all stink. The roads are horrible. Oh, Morley says he wants to be the guy who provides bail. (laughs) Morley. Morley, positive thinking. Don't do negative. We're going to pull this job off in April. April 1st, so it's April Fool's. Morley, 30 million. Morley, be hilarious. 30 million, Morley, 30 million, Morley. So in the meantime, you guys, we're going to take a quick music break. And yes, um, yes, um. this is a new song come out on Spectre Records. The name of the band is the Gypsy Sons. They were a guest uh, last year, but now the album's out. The name of the single is Whiskey and the Devil. And here it is, Whiskey and the Woo! Devil.
Gypsy Sons, Whiskey and the Devil, you guys, available on all digital download sites everywhere in the world. So 1970s brought me back to Woodstock. Makes me want to drink trip tea. Easy, Tiger. What? I don't know what trip tea is. Me neither. You trip, oh, it's probably like mushroom tea. No, trip tea is the, the, the crap from the pot. When you clean your pot, you throw it in hot water. Really? You make, yeah, you Resin? make tea. And you drink it, oh. and it's wonderful because it cures, you know, oh, he was the, oh, I think both Chad and I were thinking trip like it puts you on some kind of like drug trip. Mm. Tea. It trip does. Tea. It's marijuana. You're, oh. cleaning, you're cleaning your marijuana. He's talking about resin tea. Oh, that doesn't you sound clean, right. You clean your marijuana. All the, what we used to call the SH, you know what? You, you put it in, in, a, in a cloth, and you put it in the water like a tea bag. Right. And it makes it, you put sugar or honey. It's a delicious drink. Lots and of And it sugar. gets rid of migraine. I'm doing it medicinally now. It gets rid of migraine headaches. <laughs> it, it can absolutely make you very amorous, so your sex is better. Easy. And also, it gets rid of aches and pains. There it is. I believe in medical marijuana. Problem I just solved. don't think that people should smoke dope and drive. That's the only thing. There <laughs> okay, you go. Okay, now that we got that clear. So, uh, but for, med- for medicinal purposes, it's you know it gets rid of glaucoma. A friend of mine was going blind from glaucoma and started right, doing course. pot. You can see a lot better now. Mm-hmm. You can see clearly now. I could see clearly now. Da dee da da. Anyway, okay. So now we're going to go on to a new subject, and that subject is you guys. We need some support in the Shorty Awards. Yes, I've got word out to all my celebrity people, and they've all said yes, they're going to support us. But we're not doing well. We were number two last week, and now we're like number nine. So like, we are not. How did we fall from grace? So people got to start like voting for us. Got to work harder, Ron. It's a little bit more difficult to vote this year. So this is what you got to do, you guys. You got to go to (laughs) www. Well, first of all, if you follow me on Twitter at Doctor Jimmy Star or at Jimmy Star Show, you'll see all the tweets. It'll give you a link to go right to it. I know. Uh, otherwise, wait, let me finish. Give the instructions. Okay. Go to www.shortyawards.com. Plug in, uh, hit on for the category web show, and it'll say I nominate, and you have to put Jimmy Star Show um, in there because that's our Twitter for a shorty and best web show because, and you give a reason, and you have to tweet it. So you have to do it from your Twitter account. Please, please vote because we don't want to like do worse than we did last year. You know why we went from second to ninth? Why? Because we don't curse anymore. No, it's not. It's because like we're not campaigning as much. Don't forget, last oh, here's where I'm thinking our saving graces are. Last time we came into the competition with only like three weeks left. This time we started at the beginning. Everybody else is getting all their votes, and we'll just stay steady, and we'll just keep getting them all the way along. Well, Lara Spence is going to sponsor us. Lara Spence is going to sponsor us, and all of her fans on the millions. So I'm hoping they're going to come in and listen to us and vote for us. Anyway, we we have gotten several uh, several different people, um, and actually, almost everybody I think in the chat room. Has voted for us. Even Ken Pettigrew voted for us. Oh, Ken and would Ken not. Pettigrew. Ken is my buddy. He he would never not vote for us. I know, but don't forget, Ken Pettigrew could be in that same category and he could kick our ass. I got news for you. I'd vote for Ken. How do you like that man? I'd vote for him too. I voted for I all the radio Ken. shows who voted for us. I, I think Ken is probably. I wish there were like five million zillion Kens in the world. He tells it like it is. He's not afraid. He, he's not inhibited by social bullshit. Bullshit a bad word. Oopsie. Whoopsie, bingo, bad word. Sorry, I hot. <laughs> anyway, Ken tells it like it is. I'm dying to be on his show, but he's never invited me because I think he's afraid. Ken. He knows if he opens up the floodwaters with me, it's going to be a, a ballistic show. I mean, I'll go nuts because I have so many controversy opinions about things that go on in this country. 
Um, so, which you, we'll talk about on some, uh, when you go on his show because we're not a political yeah, show. I keep tell, Jimmy keeps saying, <laughs> "Keep your trap shut, don't talk politics." But sometimes it, it burns me up when I have to see on Facebook everybody pleading for their children to stop bullying. I mean, I really want to get involved with that. I really feel I have to go out and do something major. I don't know what. If anybody's got a suggestion, please let me have it. But we've got to stop the bullying. It's so terrible that we've become a society of knockers. All we do is throw each other down. Politically, the presidents throw each other down with sex, bathrooms, toilet paper, tap foot three times, all this nonsense. And then it brings it into the home and your children are raised with sounding off, saying terrible things to each other, saying curse words to their mothers, telling their fathers die of cancer. I've heard this. We've become a society of crazy people. It's time that we go back to loving each other and being kind to each other. After all, we're not here that long. You're on the planet temporarily. And then when you go, it's too late. You're right. All that stuff is pointless. Did you get that? What's, you are, is that, you're segueing into yeah, the song. Into We're segueing into "Pointless," <laughs> which is one of my favorite, mostest songs. This is our sexy bitch I dance. I love it. Uh, and one I, reason now, you guys finally that this. I don't know, honey, if I'm up to dancing. You don't have to dance, but you we've. Know, I'm, we still, put, I'm still in mourning over we put, Scooby. We put this. We put this song out. This is a fantastic song. It's love by Orlando Napier, and finally we've got release dates. Orlando Napier's debut album's coming out. I think like I don't know. It's the second week of March. Um, so the album will be out. Everybody can get the whole album. It's coming out on Monarchy Records. It's freaking awesome. And in lieu of that, we're going to play it for everybody. And I'm very happy to say that in our show email, people are screaming for it. They kept saying, when is it coming out? When is it? Well, here it comes, guys. It's coming out in March, and we want everybody song. to go out and buy it. it. In the meantime, when we come back, we'll be back with our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Sarita. going to dish about all the movie stars she was mingling with. At the after hour party of the Golden Globe. There we go. So here we go, everybody. Pointless by Orlando Napier. I can make together words in my bed and survive a You listen to these words, and I'm spitting we all die. Some of us ugly and some late. Like Pac Man trying to escape his fate. My treading chef with no break. Fish with no bait. Big nicks and no date. Paying to get laid. Focus and no fade. Coaches and no rape. Using mathematical formulas to find a soulmate. Where's Pointless, baby? Yeah, yeah, it's true. You gotcha. I sit back, realize you're gonna die. Get off your couch and stop living your damn life. This time flies. Then the Grim Reaper gonna arrive. You can't escape fate. So staring straight in the eyes. Watch it in the way. What you gonna have to do today? I'm gonna hitchhike to USA. I'm gonna get back to West LA. I'm gonna slap my fast right across the face. I'm gonna Smoke some grass, I'm gonna jump back, kiss my own white ass I'm gonna take the world in a band of a bra Gonna grab this life for God day I was living in a constant state of disparity My indifference was my trick for ignoring reality Pharmaceutical remedies began to lose their intensity The oxygen is sitting the weed and the blow on the Hennessy Cause like a Kennedy couldn't feel my extremities There wasn't a woman around who would consider having me In a state of physical and mental calamity I gave up hope until I finally found serenity what you gonna do it lately? What you gonna do today? I'm gonna hitchhike to USA. I'm gonna get back to West LA. I'm gonna slap my boss right across the face. I'm gonna beat the cops 
Orlando Napier, a guy, almost had a brain fart there. And uh, <laughs> like I said, his debut album, it'll be out in March. And that was RuPaul giving you the RuPaul dance. RuPaul dancing for you. Nice moves. And by the way, RuPaul has a penis. And it keeps slipping out of his little pink lace panties. Let me tuck his penis back in. <laughs> Cut that thing off. It does. It, it sticks out. Hope everybody enjoyed the doll show. Uh, sounds fun and all is good. So he's going to put RuPaul down <laughs> Please. someplace. Thank you. <laughs> And uh, and then we're going to bring in Deirdre Sarego, our Hollywood vixen, who's exhausted from flying all night long. And uh, she's coming in, sitting down, and going to, like, join us. So hello and welcome back, Deirdre. Yay! Hello, 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 everybody. And everybody – and actually, you look incredibly beautiful I'm for someone exhausted. who was up for, like, the last 30 hours. Oh, my God. I, I hate you, Delta. That's all I have <laughs> to say. And, you know, that's the airline that my dad, like, well, worked for I for my, his whole them. life. <laughs> I curse them, curse them, curse them, curse them, curse them, curse them, curse them. Flying That's okay. There was a we heard the we heard the nightmare, nightmare when you went yeah. there because and the you called. Nightmare back and the nightmare back we didn't hear about, but I know you were supposed to be here early this morning and you didn't get here until ten minutes before the show. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, because I, I had to go to the airport and pick her up, <laughs> and her plane was so late. I was sitting in the airport for an hour. And the nice thing was you only had to sit for an hour. She had to sit for no, like wait several. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm giving you a plug. I was in the airport. And about four people came up, young fellas came up to me and they said, wow, man, where'd you get that shirt? It's so cool. I said, it's a Jimmy Starr shirt. I said, and you can wear it, a summer shirt with an underneath shirt like I'm doing. So your Jimmy Starr shirt is all year round. There you go. But no matter when I wear his stuff in public, nobody's yet said you're a stupid old man wearing a young hot guy's shirt. That's pretty good. They all give me compliments. And you can go to eBay and plug in Jimmy Starr brand and see right. hundreds of them for sale. So you're and here. Buy them. And they're cheap and they're or great I'll and they're fantastic you. and they're all no, one of a kind. never use the word cheap. They're inexpensive because they're, they're on sale. Inexpensive, exactly. They're inexpensive because they're on sale. Cheap they're not. They're handmade yeah. and they're made in America, one of a kind. And everybody in the chat room likes Deirdre's jacket and says, Hi, De- and says Detroit sucks. 
Yeah, well, just well, the city sucks. No offense, people of Detroit. The airport. We can't is do that. We don't. We don't down any. We don't lay anybody's <laughs> cities out here. Oh. Remember, Lana. What do you mean? You told everybody that you hate Pennsylvania. I hate Detroit the sucks. Let me correct. It's it, it's a great city. Now the people are awesome. People were very nice. What I mean by sucks is that it's broken down and well because we all know the the politics. It's sad that 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 beautiful city and the people have to go through what they've gone through but that's a whole other thing so that's okay, what I meant my dear. anyway the airport is um, I love Detroit Air. I could have stayed there all day you did oh and say, I hey, did. And say hey to, and say hey to Chad, <laughs> Hi, Chad. what's going on Hi, D welcome duck. back what's up big guns sorry about your hmm, bumpy travels Oh, God. Welcome back. You had to hear her once she got in the car. She got in the car. Her hair looked like it was electrified static. She had fangs, and she got in the car, and she said, Never will I fly that airline again. Take me home. It was not quite like that, but whatever. We know that that Ron likes his little drama queen. No, no. She flashed those blue, beautiful blue eyes at me and red hair, and she's single, and she's looking for a husband at me. Shut up. I have No, no, man. I have to focus on my career. So let's tell us. Did you have fun? You were gone a week yes i did have fun it was very nice being back in la i certainly missed the weather that's for sure although a lot's changed in la um i couldn't believe a lot of the homeless we oh really a, yeah well apparently now they what the mayor or whoever did of uh la apparently the homeless are not allowed to be in certain areas um during tourist season so right now it's off season so that they're, they're all over the place and you know um but I, I i found that to be very interesting that come the summertime you know I don't know where they go, but <laughs> they shuffle them off somewhere. That's now, funny. you went to the Golden Globes after party at the... I went to one of them. I went to Sony's after party. Sony, that's yeah. the big one. Yeah, that was a big one. Was George Clooney there? Uh, not that I saw. He could have, but I did not see oh, him. Because so I wanted I to know. give him... Well, well, I've seen him at the Oscars anyway. He's hot in real life. Short, <laughs> but hot. Okay. I want to see some celebs that I haven't seen, but I saw well, Amy tell Adams. Us everybody. Oh, Amy Adams needs to put more makeup on. She's so pretty in person, but she's so washed out. She needs more makeup. She looks like my friend Meg uh, Ruddick, too. Ruddick. Ruddick. How the hell do I pronounce Ruddick. it? R-U-D-N-I-C-K. I think, no, it's, it's R-U-D-D-I-C-K. No, no, one D. Oh, it's Ruddick, I, I believe. It's yeah, Ruddick. I pronounce it Meg Ruddick, Ruddick because the other way it's Rude Dick. And they're not Rude Nobody Dicks. likes Rude Dick. Hmm. No, they're like not, Ruddick. They're not we don't like Rude Dick. Dick. Anyway, Meg looks like her also. Yeah, I could see that. They're very Definitely. cute, mm-hmm. doll, pointy mm-hmm. nose, mm-hmm. a little cutie lips. She's very pretty in life, very small. Did you talk to her? No, no, no. She's with her husband at, at a table. Um, and then I think the director of uh, Hustle. American Hustle. American Hustle, yeah. Or somebody else. I don't know who it was. But, was it um, a big party, like a lot of people? Yeah. I mean, it's not a very big restaurant where they held it, but um, it was medium-sized. It wasn't huge, hundreds of thousands of people, but it wasn't like 20 Who got people. drunk and threw up and fell down? Nobody did. I was really disappointed in Jennifer Lawrence's <laughs> dress. It was really not pretty. I thought it looked like a tampon. I didn't like it. And she's a pretty girl. She's I think beautiful. she's beautiful. Yeah. I love her. She's and a wonderful she's, actress. Yeah, and, and, and when you see her, her features in real life, it's kind of like she's... It's like three dimensional. Like she's just there's something very I don't know what it is about her. But she's, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she really is. Beautiful I, I features. I wasn't sure if I was going to think that in real life, especially with the short hair. I love the short but hair. But her skin is like it's like milk. But what's oh. with that tampon she was wearing? I don't know. But the I dress mean, was absolutely horrible. I thought it was hideous. Oh, it looked like those things at a birthday party that you pull and they explode. They go bang. Oh, those pops where the confetti yeah, comes out. Right. Yeah, and you know whose dress also looked like that too? Paula Patton's, Patterson. 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 That's um. Uh, what's his face? His wife, uh, blurred lines. Hello, um, Anthony. Anyway, what you uh, think? Thick, Robin Thick. Robin Thick. What you think wife. of one of my favorite actresses, Jacqueline Bisset? Oh, she was a train wreck. 
Really? That, dre- that dress was something from the 80s. It looked like an 80s revival with, I don't know what those gold appliques were on her chest. And did you wash and go the hair? Why couldn't you have just blown it out? I guess you're, okay, you're anti-Hollywood. I get that. I respect that. But you don't need to be anti-attractive. Like, well, just that's she was blow bu- it out. I or- think she drinks a lot. I don't care. I, like, still. No, drunks don't care about what they look like. Oh, but she, doesn't she have a friend, a gay friend? I mean, so, gay friend, please go rescue. Gay friend rescue. But she's still she beautiful gay rescue. for her age. Yeah, she is beautiful. And she still has a very nice body because she's almost 70 now, I think, right? People you know, in the chat room say, says you look better in a dress than she did. Yeah. Was <laughs> she not a train wreck, guys? I mean, I don't, I'm not talking no, bad about you know her, what? but like, but she's, it's cool she won. Wait, she, I'm so happy she's she a good won. Actress. But all of our, hair wait, really for all of our listeners, all of our listeners, I met I met Jacqueline Pizet thirty something years ago. She's Angelina Jolie's godmother and very dear friends with John Voight. So that little circle where we lived is where it was. And she didn't have any makeup on. She had her sunglasses pulling her hair back, which was full beautiful hair at the time. And she was the sweetest thing in the world. So She was in the deep. She was so <laughs> gentle and so like shy and sweet. I love Jacqueline Bizet. Also, the movie that she made was incredible, Madam X, where she plays a madam and teaches women how to be high-class prostitutes. Yeah, that was a great. Fabulous movie. Lipstick, Pick it up. Lipstick, she lipstick. also plays a movie where she's like somebody's mother and she likes having an affair with like one of her son's kids. Oh, I saw that. With was, a lot of star, people who are huge stars. Wasn't it Chloe? I don't even remember. She's wonderful. But, uh, anyway, I she copped the Golden that. Globe and I'm thrilled that she she yeah, did. me too. But well, I just wish she would have dressed for the occasion. Well, you know what? I, I wasn't I mean, there. Geez, Look but, what I did. Oh, with, look what I did who, with Jane Russell. When do you know who was a, a triple take? Uma Thurman. Oh, I love her. Oh my God, Seven girl, you lost two. that baby weight. Mm-hmm. Her body was like an hourglass mm-hmm. figure. She's beautiful too, though. And I love her. She's a great she, actress. Did Botox or if she had really good facials? Uh, play, or, play facelifts. Everybody got I, Well, she's only like 42. She shouldn't be getting a facelift. Um, yeah, she's young. She's in her early 40s. I think she's older than 42. No, 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 she's younger she's not. than me. No. I know she's younger she's, than me. She's legit like 44. I thought she was closer Leslie's to my age, 50. No, God, no. <laughs> You're so funny. I love him. Such a jokester. <laughs> we have to get him like a... You're a, like, no, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> And look at the look. If daggers, if, if looks, looks could kill. kill. I'm bleeding apparently what? right now all over. No, this you blood. That she's you, not quite 50. You doubt that I'm 50? No, she's no. not quite 50. Um, no, she's not. She's like, she's about Leslie's age. She's in her early 40s. But her face just looked phenomenal. Who else? Who was? Her body was amazing. Taylor Swift I liked. I Everyone said she looked too mature, but you know what? I she is mature it. now, though. Yeah, no, she's, she's not eighteen anymore. She's no. like twenty three or twenty four. Yeah. She's not and like a little what? kid. She's got that long, lanky body, and you know what? Why be a little Hollywood trampette? Why, like, you know, like who's? Oh my God, whose dress did I hate? Oh my God, Emma, um, not Emma Stone, Emma Watson. What the that hell? red dress with that the big thing, thing in the, the back? Everybody said, oh, it's so young and chic and hip and so funky. I'm like, that's hideous. On TV, you couldn't even tell it had tan. So, were you drinking a lot? No. Not really. <laughs> on TV, you couldn't even tell, though, that she, that was pants. I thought oh, that was, was a dress. it was hideous. Because I, I, I actually like her. She's one of my more favorited people. But, and Emma Stone looked horrible. She just looked like, and she's such a pretty girl, too. That's another one that's got unique, those features. Yes, I like Emma Stone. What's, what's her face there? Um, Meryl Streep? Oh, I didn't see Meryl. A lot of them don't go to the after parties. Well, you know what? There were so many parties. So young. Was, they were up at sea. They had a party <clears throat> up at Sunset Towers. They had parties all over. So everybody has to do the whole circuit. You yeah, know? And they go so from party why, to party. Why didn't you party bounce? Oh, I guess. Well, you know. I mean, 
Because you, you, you always go up to the tower. That's the your sunset hangout. Tower. I know. I like the Sunset Tower. That's your hangout. I tried that, to stay there, but I had to stay. I stayed at the Sophie Tower, that's where you, which was a very nice stay. Thank you very much, That's Sophie where you Tower. met Paris Hilton and you hated her. No, I met Paris Hilton at the Belmont. Oh. Years ago, this is when the Belmont was actually relevant. I mean, it's actually you know we just had on Tara Reid's brother. That was Tara oh, Reid's no brother. Way. Yeah, oh. that was on. He did. He's done. A, and he's done a bunch of films. I didn't know he did Kill the Irishman. Oh wow! So did really you tell me film. about the guys? What guys? Who's really cute in person? Bradley Cooper's hot. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised I'm not like arrested. Wait, you're going to attack him? Oh, I was stalking him the whole night, but yeah, he's, he's hot. Yeah, he's a good he's looking got, guy. And he's, he's such hot. a big... And his mom is so cute. And he's so A-list now, yeah, too. Yeah, he is. And he's, he's a Philly boy. He's from Jenkintown, which is about 30 minutes right. away from us. Was Joaquin at the party? Not not at, not at Sony, no. Oh. But what I about, who else did you... Who else was cute? Um, Leo DiCaprio. I'm so happy he won, too. Yeah. Um, did you get that, though? He even said in his speech, like, it's so great I got nominated and I won for Best Actor in a Comedy. Even he thought that was weird. Because yeah. that movie is not a comedy. <laughs> nah, it, no, it's like... It, mm, it's kind and of, neither is American Hustle. Those are not comedies. I don't care what anybody says. Well, you know what? They could be, you know what black, they are? They're, they're dramedies. Black. They're dramedies. Or black comedies, we noir, used to call them. Art noir, uh, um, noir comedy. But, but uh, I think Lawrence did a fabulous job in Hustle. Really? I didn't see... I haven't seen Oh, dear, she's yet. such a class act. Oh, no, she's a class and, act. And oh, really? Hustle, because a lot of people like, were saying she didn't do that great of a job. Oh, she, she was like a, Jersey, like a Jersey uh, Guido. And her accent was good? Oh, she was oh, no. wonderful. Okay. No, that's not the point. Like, I think they all were great actors. I'm just saying that those two movies are not comedies. No, they're not. They're dramedies. So, and so who else? What other guys were cute that were there? Um, Oh my God! There's like so many people, you know. And then there's like a lot of people that you 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 know the faces, but you don't know their names. And then a lot of the business, their producers, directors. Yeah, like those people. Like, where you're like people, and I should hair. know that. Shame on me, but you know, I just I'm, it's too much right. to remember. The whole but. thing is, did you have fun? You were gone yes, a week. You I got did. to get out of the freezing cold. I had my ups and my downs there, but yeah, no, the parties were fun. And then the Saturday before the Golden Globes, I went to um, Shockfest at Raleigh Studio. Oh, and our guest next yeah, week, our next week's guest was one of the presenters there. How funny! Because I didn't know that, and I, you know, and he they called Neil up. To to, for him to present, and Linda Blair was the um, the uh, host of the evening, and that's funny. So next week we have yeah. Neil Brown Jr. and they Excellent. were both at the same yeah, event. We were both at the same and event. And I booked him for the show it. that same day. Oh no way! Yeah, so I didn't know ahead of time, or I would have yeah. told you. And I didn't even let you guys know because I got a, a, a last minute invite. A friend of mine, uh, Clinton, he and I went together, and um, and that was an interesting thing at, at Raleigh Studios. So that was like my horror moment there. I got to see some of the Walking Dead people and some of the, some lady from um, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We had her on the show too. Yeah, last Jimmy year. knows all of them. Yeah, and then it's I know. Funny. I thought of you. I was like, "Oh my god, if Jimmy was that would have been my like place been been to like, be." Ah! And, and it's I didn't funny. bring any business cards with me that night, like a stupid idiot that I am. We're getting, we're making, we're doing we some now it. anyway. But anyway, then I also uh, got a, a Facebook message from Leanne and Jack Curtis. Oh. Saying that they went out with you and that they thought they loved you to they death and that you, you yeah. were awesome. Oh yes, yes, yes. And uh, they Those thought you were girls. just fantastic. Oh, and right, then. What, you went and got your nails done. Yes, we went and, to <laughs> we went to lunch, Leanne and I and Jack. Did you get and, to the, go to the? Uh, and you got to see your birds. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, like 95 of them. They're so cute. <laughs> Did you get to eat lunch at the uh, on Robertson? What no, the Ivy? No. Ivy. You didn't no, go to the Ivy? No, I didn't go to the Ivy. Is it still hot? Like, oh, God, yeah. It oh, yeah. Crowded. It's still in? Yeah. It's Well, it, it's in, but it's, it's still a tourist trap, so you kind of want to... No, it's a place you know. to be seen. When Jimmy and I go to California, we're going to go to lunch. 
just to see who's I mean, there. It's like everybody that 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 comes to Hollywood is always like, oh, let's go to the Ivy and Roberts. Well, I just hope they have the same waiter that we always use. He had made the best salads. Well, if he's <laughs> smart, you know who I'm talking about. He wouldn't leave. Cute gay yeah, guy. If he was smart, he wouldn't. He leave. was yeah. a very cute thin gay guy. Really cute actor. I don't know if they have a high turnover rate. I don't remember his right. name. So here's what we got to do, guys, because we're gonna have to call our next guest in like three minutes. And I thought so people know who he is. I want to play like his his hit song before he comes on, and then we'll play another song while he's on. Um, so you guys, we're having Mark Stein come on. He's the singer and founder of Vanilla Fudge. Um, they're like one Love of the like, iconic bands of the 60s. Um, and they, they are known for the rock arrangement of that song, You Keep Me Hanging On. And they used to like, you know, Jimi Hendrix opened, like Jimi Hendrix opened for them. I mean, like, really? like uh, all pen, they, they're in the Hall of Fame. Um, he's toured with Alice Cooper, all the biggies. And so he's a really cool guy. I actually know him from when we were in Florida and what we're going to do now, just so people get an idea who he is. Cause everybody knows this song. You might not know the name of the band if you're younger, but everybody knows the song. Mm-hmm. So we're going to play it right now. So this is, you keep me hanging on love by it. vanilla fudge. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's from my day.
Okay. Yeah! Yeah! That was a long one. Finally. I thought that was a Bananarama song, everybody. I didn't realize that Bananarama covered it in the 80s. Wow. That is great. I cannot wait to meet them. Jimmy, introduce us. We're going to get them on now, so let's go ahead and call him, Chad Aruzzi. Give me a second, please. Okay, no problem. I, I used to get every one of their albums, and then when they had that thing, you stuck in the car. That thing, eight tracks, eight tracks. Oh my god, I love eight tracks. Had the, I had them in eight tracks, and now I should get them. I in think CD. they did like five. No, right? get them on your iPod. Oh, that's a better way. Yes, that's the new millennium. Well, we have this iPod. one anyway, yeah, so we we're put, in good we shape. We could put it in the car for the drive to Elton M- tomorrow. Your MP3. Yeah. That was Chad. Sorry. <laughs> and That's funny. Caller, go ahead. Oh, you almost had me on that one, Chad, because I can't yeah. see our Hello. screen. <laughs> Hello, Mark Stein. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Or is that Chad again? No, it's Mark. Hey, okay. Jimmy Star, my man. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I haven't seen you since, uh, what, 2005 when you... Uh, you gave me some of your really cool shirts for that tour going out That's with right. the uh, Doors the, with Manila the doors, the, the doors of the 21st Century, Steppenwolf, with Yardbirds, and Pat Travers. Yeah. Oh, so so cool, before, before we get going, let me introduce you to everybody. I got our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Now, you guys. Yo, Ron, how you doing? Well, let me say something. No smoke blowing up anybody's butt, but you guys were my favorite. I bought all your albums, and I bought them when they were 8-track, and now I guess I should get them on that, whatever. MP3. MP3. Download. I love oh, your wow. group. I love your group. I love your well, group. Well, that's, that's great. And, it is uh, such, a, it's such a, an honor and a pleasure to be talking to you. Well, I appreciate that, dude. You know, and uh, anybody that's listening, we're going to be doing, we're playing New York City. Um, on January 30th at B.B. King. So come on down and share some classic rock with us. Anybody that can make it. So there we go. Pretty good. Yeah. Then we've, we've also got our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Serego. Hey, how are you? Hey, I, hello. <laughs> and then we have the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Mark Stein, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, Chad. Glad to be here, man. Good to have you. And then we, have, and we also <laughs> yeah, we have right. a chat room full of people, so give a shout-out to the chat room. Hey, Chats, what's up? There you go. And also, then, before we even get started, because uh, I had somebody send me an email through the website, which actually, in our four years, it's the first time anybody sent, like, a personal message. And, uh, and I don't know if you'll know this guy. He doesn't know if you'll remember <laughs> him either. But a guy named Steve Gibba... He said he knew you from college before you were in Vanilla Fudge. He said, "Do you oh, remember wow. the Do you remember the valets?" And he had a song of called course. Christina. And he's so proud of your success. And he asked me to give you a shout out. And he's listening someplace. <laughs> oh, hey, cool, dude. How you doing? Yeah, we we were in a band. I think uh, way back uh, just out of high school. Yeah, all the valets. Yeah, sure. Yeah, cool guy. Cool guy. I remember. Uh, I think I used to hang out with him at his house in Newark. We used to. His father had a uh, a dry sauna that we used to go in for a while, you know, and uh, it was. I remember that. Yeah, definitely. So and anyway, he's listening. And, uh, yeah. So there you go, Steve. Yeah. He remembers you. All is good, and uh, and I there you go. Remember everybody. Uh, of course. Cool. And so, uh, yeah. also, like, are you from Long Island? Well, I'm a Jersey boy. 
Okay, you're from Jersey. Okay, because I somehow I like because I know you got you got inducted into the like Long Island uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and like Ron's from Long Island. And I thought you guys are roughly around the same fiftieth years old, and uh, no, that you they're, got... they're way older than I am. When I used to, <laughs> no, you know how I listen to that, your music. That had to be my son. No, I'm go ahead and get it. No, no, kidding. You, go know, ahead. Not, you know when you did this song that you just did, my mother used to put her pregnant belly against the radio. And I heard it. Too. Oh yeah, right. That's how oh my I God. Song. He's so full of it. April Fool's. April Fool's. Oh, that's a good story. It's a good story because I'll tell you what. My uh, my daughter-in-law Dory Stein, when she was pregnant with my grandson Christopher, who's now eight years old, one came through the show in Florida while we were playing opening for the Doors, and uh, uh, she said, "Well, uh, Ian, you know, uh, from the cult." was doing the the, uh, the the Jim Morrison thing and uh, and she kind of uh, named him uh, Christopher Ian Stein so so anyway uh, Christopher was also listening to some rock music while I was in the room so See that? you got a, a story that so there you go it makes sense right I love the Doors also. Those are all from, you know, the hippie days, the days of where we really believed that the world was changing and everybody would love each other and there'd be no more war. Boy, what were we smoking? They don't make that shit anymore. <laughs> they make it a lot better. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but Way better. I mean, you just talk to, any, talk to any of my friends in Colorado, they'll tell you. Wait, everybody <laughs> is nasty and hostile today. At least in our day, you know, if you got bombed or loaded... You were pleasant and sweet today. They're nasty. Oh, wow. That's because they're yeah. not high. Oh, right. That's the ones you right. aren't smoking. Legalize marijuana. Make the world go around. There you go. <laughs> well, they're trying, you know. I mean, they're taking petitions everywhere to legalize medical marijuana. Yeah, but, but Here in never... Florida and everywhere. And that's, that's the first step because that's what happened in Colorado. Yeah. In yes. Washington State, I think it's next. But, but, uh, but, you, know. but you, ne you never did a drug, so what do you care? <laughs> Me, no, I, well, I'll tell you what. I think we invented it. So, you know, the late, thank you. Uh, the late 60s was an incredible time. Madness, mayhem, rock and roll, and uh, yada yada. But I'm still here to talk about it, so that's a good thing. And, and, uh, and I just want to talk to you about Vanilla Fudge. We're going to have a pretty good year. We're uh, in March, we're, going, we're doing 13 or 14 cities in Europe. Okay. Good for you. And, uh, yeah, and uh, we got uh, we got some some uh, new recordings coming out in 2014. We're going to be recording a new album, and I think it's going to be called The Spirit of '67. Mm -hmm. And oh, we cool. have a live we have a live with BB King's album that should be coming out this year. And also, I think April 29th is going to be an album released called Vanilla Fudge: The Atco Singles. So it's like all the singles that we ever recorded on one well, compilation. So that's pretty cool. Send us music and we'll play it. <laughs> there you go. I like that. I think it's – first of all, uh, let everybody know, like I actually met Mark uh, back when I was in Florida because I'm in Pennsylvania now actually. So I'm not in Florida. Right. And um, uh, when I had my big showroom and we dressed him for that show, it was a lot of fun. Uh, he, has a, he has a solo album that's amazing, amazing, amazing called White Magic. I, I don't oh, know when cool, it came yeah. out, but I got it back then, and it was like, it's the bomb. There's some really awesome, awesome songs on there. Um, the you've American had an incredible Dream. career. <laughs> yeah. I was oh. going to say, you've had an incredible career. You know, you, you, came, you founded the Vanilla Fudge in 66. Um, you had lots of hits. You, you know, you were around the same time as like Deep Purple, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix. I mean, like, 
you had it going, and then you went on tour with the Tommy Boland band, and you've toured with Alice Cooper, who I think is badass. <laughs> well, Alice is great. You know, I talk all about my whole career and my my book that's out called You Keep Me Hanging On, The Raging Story of Rock Music's Golden Age, and uh, you, know, you should check it out. It's uh, It's like over five decades of rock history. And uh, my co-writer on that is uh, Larry Schweikart, the, the number one New York Times best-selling author of a Patriots history of the United States. So this is pretty much, uh, you know, the first time uh, that an American historian teamed up with a, a rocker like me from the era. And we, uh, you know, we collaborated and uh, we told the story of how Vanilla Fudge is relative to the evolution of rock and uh you know, it documents the tours with Jimi Hendrix, so we, we were the first American band, well, aside from the Monkees, but the first rock band to tour with Jimi Hendrix in 68. And, you know, uh, basically, you know, really witnessed the dawn of Led Zeppelin. Great rock and roll history. Good you know, too, and you, did, we, uh, you must not have done too many drugs if you can recall all the dates and all that like that. You must, you're doing no, no, really no, no. good. If you do drugs, you remember. Well, you know, I mean, it's like, you, you know, you survive all that stuff. I mean, after so many yeah. years... The brain drugs. cells, you know, they, they rejuvenate, and uh, you got to be grateful that you got through it all. So. Drugs, drugs awaken you. That's why I forget everything, because I didn't do drugs in those days. <laughs> I should have. Listen, tell me, answer me a question. Audiences of our, of our time and audiences today, how do they differ? Uh, could you repeat that? The audiences of the time when, in our generation when we played how do they differ from the audiences today? Well, um, I don't know if they're really that much different. They all come, you know, to the energy. They all come to rock. And uh, all I know is, you know, you put on a good show, no matter what age it is, they're going to get into it. You know, today, you know, we got our fans that come and, they, you know, they bring their kids to see uh, the music of yesteryear and, uh amazing uh, how everybody still gets into it so it's really gratifying and uh, they give us the energy to just keep on going and as long as they keep doing that we're, we're still going to get out there and keep rocking so keep right. on coming and we'll keep playing you know the audiences of today I think stand up and listen to your music in our day they used to fall down and listen to your music <laughs> <laughs> well well you know if you're going back to the uh, the Avalon Ballroom and the Fillmore in San Francisco New York uh you know, there was a hell of a lot of drugs, obviously, going on. Everybody was pretty stoned out of their gourds back then. So, uh, but today, you know, that's very minimal. Uh, you know, I find that, uh, you know, they're a lot more, you know, together mentally. I mean, straight, really. So the audience so is not, to, not so. as loaded as years ago? No, there's no way. Yeah, no, unless I'm naive in my old age, I don't know. But you don't I smell it, you know, you know. I think, though, that that's cool that they bring their kids because, like, Ron and I went to a concert. It was more like dance music, but it was like 80s dance music people on Saturday night, and you had a room full of 40- and 50-year-olds, you know, and then you had a small percentage of, like, 20-year-olds, you know, that were coming to see stuff that, that wouldn't have been around for their generation, and it's a way to keep the whole thing going and to keep it alive. Like, do you listen Do you listen to, like, any modern music, or who is out there that's popular now? Is there somebody that you would, like, actually listen to and say, hey, I really like this band of someone who's current? today well, yeah I like, I like a lot of the, the, the you know like the, the hip chicks that are out now you know um you know all the all the superstars right now you know katie perry makes great records you know yeah, i like and, katie uh, perry 
Yeah, and who's the crazy chick that's causing all that visual? Miley Cyrus. Yeah, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she's pretty cool. And uh, I like her. I think she's fabulous. Yeah, right. Description: the crazy chick. But you notice he called her the crazy chick, and we all knew who he was talking about. That's (laughs) right. Right. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just having a senior moment. The names just don't come as quick, but it doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, listening to the stuff for sure. Actually, though, like her marketing is fantastic. I mean, if you can call somebody, hey, that crazy chicken, everybody in the room knows who it is. She's obviously doing something right. Well, you know why she did it right. If I were on stage and I did that, they'd have the police come and arrest me for a homosexual indecent act. But she did it and became a superstar. That's okay. She's following Madonna and she's going to do it bigger and better. So I think it's fantastic and the whole thing. It's super fun. Well, I mean, that's another thing. You know, the the media is so incredibly uh, liberal today. Well, back in you know, back in the sixties and seventies, you wouldn't even dream of uh, exposing that kind of thing, you know. So, but hey, it's all good. Yeah, I think so. that's funny. So, I want to go back to and touch on because we talked about your book, but I want to give a plug for the book. Um, so the name of right. your book is, is "You Keep Me Hanging On." You guys, it's available on Amazon dot com. Um, you can get autographed <laughs> copies if you go to www dot mark. What do you call that? A hyphen? Yeah, it's mark dash. Oh, dash. Okay. Yeah, so it's Mark. Yeah, M-A-R-K. You got to put that dash in there, S-T-E-I-N. MarkTestine.com. Yeah, I'm selling a lot of copies, you know, at my website because, you know, I'm I'm personalizing it and signing it. So so it's pretty cool. It's been going really well. So, uh, you know, certainly hope you pick up a copy and uh, enjoy the read. You know, I got a lot of great uh, interviews on it, like from Billy Joel, Robbie Krieger from The Doors, and my old... You know, buddy Alice Cooper, you know, Phyllis Cavallari, you know, from the Rascals, one of my, you know, inspirations and mentors on Hammond, Oregon. And even Sid Bernstein lent some time, you know, he passed away, you know, not so long ago. Sid Bernstein brought the Beatles to America, you know, to Shea Stadium, and he managed the Rascals. So uh, he had some cool insights on on the era. And uh, some of the guys from Toto, my friend uh, David Pace. I love Toto. I love Toto. Yeah, it's yeah, funny because you're mentioning Dave a lot Mason of Mason from Traffic. Yeah, Dave Mason's yeah, also too awesome too. It's funny though too because you're mentioning all the bands and I'm like, oh, I don't always think of those bands, and then you bring it up and I'm like, oh my gosh, how much do I actually like love those bands? They're all fantastic well, and they're, they're all, all superstars. They're all in my book. They're all had gave interviews and insights. And Ian Pace, you know, the great drummer from Deep Purple, and uh, um, I'm, I'm really sad about the passing of uh, John Lord. You know, one of the great rock. Keyboard yes. players used to hang out in the early days, and uh, actually he was going to do an interview for the book. And right after he was contacted, he, uh, you know, he contracted uh, that serious plague called cancer that uh, we're all trying to stamp out in our lifetime. Yes, but uh, you know that caused his uh, untimely passing. So uh, that was very unfortunate. Ride. Yeah, yeah. Well, we also want to uh, give you. Give you a shout out too because you guys were inducted into the Long Island Music Hall of Fame with Billy Joel, Joan Jett, Twisted Sister. Like mm. I freaking like love Joan Jett and Twisted Sister. Yeah. Everybody loves Billy Joel, but like not everybody loves Joan Jett. And no, Twisted I don't Sister, love, but I, don't love, I love Joan Jett. I yeah, love Joan awesome. Jett. In fact, when I saw her in the crowd, I like dashed to get out of my way. I went like dashed through the crowd and I grabbed. I said, "Joan, I can't. I just wanted to say I love you and I love the music. I hope you don't think I'm being a groupie, but I'm just a fan." You know, and that it's, was really cool because I really dig her, you know. And, uh, and she said, well, I'm a you know, big fan of Vanilla Fudge, too. So that was really a cool moment. So I, I, I freaking like love it. So 
and I love the Runaways. We've had Lita Ford on the show, and um, uh, and I've been in talks with Sherry Curry to get her on the show. And uh, I just think that like like the the Runaways are awesome. So I'd probably like I would have been like you two and gone over there, except for she would have been like I don't know who you are. I, I, I think <laughs> I think we should get the Doors on the show. Uh, well, they're what, dead. Well, you know, Ray Manzarek just passed away. No, you not know. all the dead doors are dead. Just Six the lead months, singer. You know, Ray Manzarek, you know, Who, who's left on the great. doors? Who's left of the well, doors? Well, Robbie Krieger, and uh, he's you know, probably, uh, and, and, and John Densmore, the original drummer. But, uh, you know, of course, Jim Morrison many, many years ago was just right. at that Mandel Bridge. And then Ray Manzarek just passed away probably about eight months ago. And, uh, yeah, that was recent. I remember that. But he was a great one. I mean, he he was had an incredible, incredible sound and style. You know, he didn't play the Hammond. You know, he played the uh, the Vox organ, but he he really made that thing sing. And we used to talk on tour about how we both got into it. And we had a lot of similarities to where we were brought up. You know, with uh, with, our, with our parents giving us a lot of inspiration. And all that. And by the way, I'm not trying to plug, but this is all in my book. There's all these really cool stories about the evolution well, of how it all book. happened. So. It's a book about an era that will be legendary. I mean, that was the beginning of freedom for everybody. Your music and everybody else's music taught people not to be so narrow-minded and to love everybody. Uh, all that, that whole time, that whole period was a wonderful, fun, colorful, uh, great clothes and freedom of whatever. No, I mean, it, was, it, was, it was a glorious time, a really glorious time. I miss time. it. I miss Incredible. it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go I, I want to go back then and reiterate. Everybody, go to uh, com. You can get a copy of the book. You can get, I'm pretty sure you can probably get his solo LP there. And I'm sure you can find out all the information of all the new Vanilla Fudge stuff um, that's going on. They've got shows and tours and albums coming out this year. So it's going to be a big year for you guys. Yeah, it's looking pretty good. And I think uh, I just found out that I think we're going to be. Uh you know, doing this uh, rock and blues fest tour as well in the summer. And I think Johnny and Ed Gawinner are going to be on it, and us and, uh, you know, a whole bunch of other bands are putting together. So, yeah, man, we got a whole bunch of cool things going on in 2014. And uh, also, there's another record coming out that I'm on. It's just it's just called The Doors. And what it is, it's a, it's a compilation album, uh, and uh, all, all the keyboard players, some classic rock, all the cool ones like Keith Emerson, Rick Wakeman, Jeff Downs from Asia, and Leslie West is on it, and Steve Morris from Purple. A whole bunch of people and myself, we've all asked to pick one door song and you know do our own rendition of it. So that should be a really a hell of a collector's item, and I think that's coming out in May. So oh, that's awesome. For that too. Yeah, I'm excited about that. That should be really cool. Some great people on it, so... Awesome. Well, we got a lot of stuff going too. on, buddy. So here's what we're going to yeah. do then. Uh, when you get more stuff coming on, we can bring you back and we can actually promote it. We'll play some of it. We want to thank you for coming on right now. Tell everybody to go to mark-stein.com. I want to thank your beautiful wife, Patty, for helping set this interview up. She's fabulous, so we want to give a shout-out to Patty. And we wish you all yeah, the luck with everything man. that you got. Yes, yeah, she's incredible. We love her, and we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. And I want to thank you well, for all those years of great music and enjoyment. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you all for having me, and uh, have a great year. And uh, let's keep rocking, dudes. Absolutely. Come back again, baby. Have a good one. Thanks, we'll Mark. talk to you soon. Thanks, Mark. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye. Mark. All right, Jimmy Star. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Oh, I love vanilla fudge. Like, and of course, the doors. I forgot that Morrison died. Yeah. I what? forgot so many years ago. Oh my God, I forgot yeah. so many years ago. Drug you know, overdose. I saw him when they went on tour. It was the doors of the 21st yeah, century, you know so what? it had somebody else I you know, forgot, singing. I really forgot that he passed away. And then there's Steppenwolf was there, uh, Yardbirds. You know the Yardbirds? Oh, and Pat Travers. That was my Why don't you come with me, little girl, yeah. on a magic heart? We, we had the mm-hmm. album, the record, and the Steppenwolf album was. Um, mm-hmm. A guy with uh, with jeans, and you could zipper down zipper his down. fly. I have the yeah. original. I still have it. <laughs> what did you think, Chad? Like, did you did you knew the song once you heard it? Once it got going, right? Yeah, but uh, I was like uh, with D there on that one, the whole banana marama. I grew up in the eighties, so I thought they were the first ones that cut it. So no, I've never heard oh, this version. It was actually it was actually cool, no. and actually it was a huge hit too for them. Yeah. When Vanilla right. Fudge did that, the world rocked. I mean, we would go crazy. I mean, I was six years old, but I mean, <laughs> Daddy was still in utero. I'm right. sure though. Like, mm-hmm. how old is he? He, I don't know. It's got to be what? Oh, well, 60? in 1966, he was 18, so 66, 76, 86, I was 16 in 66. So he's 40, 50, 60. Uh, he's about 67, 68. So he's, I'm a few years younger than he is. Yeah, just a few years younger. Just a few no years one likes younger. a bragger. He's a, really, that around. he's a really nice guy, though, and I'll tell you, like, it was really <laughs> cool because – um, because like I dressed them uh, at the concert, I got to go backstage and meet all these other bands. I, I didn't know who the Yardbirds were. Yeah, the Yardbirds I'm um, not familiar with, but but, uh, but it was just a did cool thing. And he's a really of, nice guy. Did, did you ever hear of Country Joe and the Fish? No, big group. Chad, you ever hear of Country Joe and the Fish? I have. Music you'd like? I can't recall the song, but I've heard the band. I can't either, but I used to like them. They were they were like sort of your kind of singing. You should really look into it. Maybe you could do some of their songs. Like that? Well, not, oh not, not quite that nasal twang. Not that hickish? Not, not quite that twang. Where did you go? Where Well, his solo album was really good, too. And just the fact that, like, you know, because I'm, I mean, actually, when it comes to, like, contributions of music to the world, you know, like, that, that era, like, they were a big con- contributing factor of the era. And so it's just The cool. world changed. It went from Doris Day to Vanilla. World change, clothing change. And now we got Miley Cyrus. Yeah, yeah twerking and uh, and the tongue and licking. Oh, I love Miley Cyrus. Hammer. I don't care what anybody says. All the people. Every time I post a Miley Cyrus picture on Instagram, people say all these nasty things about it, and I'm like, dude, man, she's like laughing what, all the way to the bank. Wait, what did she do so terrible? <laughs> Nothing. She you just know, grinded her ass. Big deal. I've seen that done a million times on stage by other performers, and nobody carried it. It wasn't no. like she released a sex tape getting screwed by like a big fat black guy or That's something like everybody else. Gonna do. I remember. <laughs> Thing. Listen to this. I remember Carol Burnett years ago when she played some kind of a sexy platinum blonde and Lyle Wagner was behind her. She wiggled all the way down his body with her butt and nobody carried on because it was funny. It was Carol Burnett. This poor little blonde, you know, and I, I believe everybody was whacking <laughs> off. Poor little blonde. No, but everybody was Innocent whacking little. off. You know how many guys were getting off from that? Come on. It was a hot scene. All the guys were going crazy. They were wishing they were there. That's why they're jealous. And women are jealous because they wish that it they was their look asses. Like that. Exactly. They could look like that. Yeah, yeah. not really. I'm not jealous. A lot, a lot of the public is a little nuts, you know. Great deal. I really like nuts. Miley Cyrus, and I really like Katy Perry, and she does. She doesn't do the twerking thing, but she no. does some pretty risque she stuff. She does the opposite with the candy pop and all that. Meanwhile, know, Miley, New Year's crap. Eve looked magnificent. She looked like, like a, a Hollywood superstar. movie star. That coat. She is a movie star, too. No, but I mean, of my day, a a 1950s, 60s movie star. She had glamour. She had style. She had class. She was absolutely stunning. I love her. I think she's fantastic. I I do love her also. I like her music. 
I like her music too. I mean, her song "I Adore You." It's my new "I Adore You" for that song, Miley. Um, I love that song. It's great. Yeah, I like so it. So quickly before we go off the air, give us some dirt about the the thing. Who's like anybody making out with no, anybody's husband? There was nothing inappropriate going no, on. No, that's boring. No. What did you guys think about the Golden Globes in general? Like, who won the categories? Did you think it was good? I was very disappointed. Philomena and what's that lady I like so much? Judy, Judy Dench, Dench didn't win anything. Yeah. I was we love, disappointed. We love Judy Dench. I, I, want, th- I want to make a film with her one day. I'd love to play opposite um, Judy. Everybody needs to see Philomena anyway. It's a great movie. I really liked Tina and Amy Poehler. They were hilarious. They were hilarious. They were great. I loved the set design. I didn't think it was so oh, hot. I, I liked it. It was very it was simple, but it was very It looked like 20s. the inside of a spaceship I once was on. <laughs> you know who I think, though, still like is the funniest person that's way funnier than Tina Fey and them? is Who's the, 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 the heavyset lady I like so much? Who's, oh, oh Megan lo- McCarthy. McCarthy. Kathy, was it Megan? Megan McCarthy. No, right? no, no, it's not Megan. Yeah. It's something McCarthy. No, it's Megan McCarthy. No, is it's it not. Megan? Jenny. No, it's not. It's Kathy McCarthy. Kathy. Or, oh. Kathy McCarthy. Yeah, how Somebody she Google kept, that. The one with Heat and Sandra Bullock. How she kept her, her mouth. Clean. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa. Okay. It's Melissa it McCarthy. Okay, you had the M right. M. We, we all <laughs> anyway, I, that's damage. like the 2014 goal for the Jimmy Star show is I want Melissa McCarthy on the oh, show. I think pisser. she is the hilariest thing ever. And anybody who has not seen This Is 40, you need to see This Is 40 just for funny. her like five minutes funny. in it. Yeah. It's the funniest funny. thing. And then watch the uh, outtakes at the end because it is hilarious. Mm-hmm. She's Very the funny. funny. I think she's the funniest person like on the planet and and she's married to some movie star guy who's been in a ton of movies so like i thought yeah and she's been i think married to him for a while mm-hmm. yeah so i was thinking <laughs> she was like on gilmore girls yeah she i didn't know she was because i never yeah. saw gilmore girls I, did. I, I used to watch it i was on the set of gilmore girls once but yeah she yeah, was so tell me how'd you do with your miniseries did you shoot no 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 I, I, honey that's been canned oh it has been yeah I told oh, you, you didn't that. tell me yeah i did yeah it's been oh, canned. you said a possibility no, that we're going to reschedule canned. it's been canned oh it's a shame yeah that's okay we find something else will come so. Something else will pop up where this goes down. Actually, too, before I, we still have five minutes, but let me just give a quick shout out. And we want to thank all the syndicates of the Jimmy Star Show, starting off with mm-hmm. with our home station W four C Y and our fan fantastic man behind the boards, Mister Chad Murphy. Yay! <laughs> thank you. Then we've got WROM in Detroit. We play there on Saturday nights. Planet Radio Network in New York, LA, Ontario, and London. That's on Friday nights. WBAD.net. In Washington, D.C., that's tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Monster FM Radio in New York on Sunday nights. Jackalope Radio in Kansas City on Thursday nights. 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska. And, I, and then we're also featured on iHeart Talk Radio, Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. We want to thank all those people for helping get the Jimmy Star Show with co-hosts Ron Russell and Deirdre Serego out to the masses. <laughs> and iHeart. I gave you my heart. I love you, I heart. And if I slip with a few, you know what? Don't get upset. They know you. And we got to give a shout out to Dean K. Piper, who yes. I saw on Thursday. Oh, did you see him? Oh, yes. Okay. You didn't tell us you yeah. saw him. I was going to ask you. Yes, I saw Dean on Thursday. I went to go see <clears throat> Leanne's daughter, Jack's play. So I went to go see her, and then Dean met up with me there, and then I went with him for a quick drink to the Rainbow Room. Cool. Sunset. Yeah, and then it was my Did friends. he make a pass at you? What? It's not. Well, no. He's a wolf. He's a Dean was very nice and very respectful. No. Good. Otherwise, I have to kill him. Whoa. No. Hey. Put him in the next bridge we build in Brooklyn. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Chad, how about you? What we got going on this weekend? Not too much. We're just playing a Boca Raton Country Club on Saturday, and then we're out here in Wellington on Sunday at a place called Bull McCade's from 6 to you 9. Have- 
Do you have any music recorded that you guys actually recorded? Yeah, we'd like to hear you. No, no, but uh, Heather has written a couple songs that we recorded in the living room. It sounds all right. It's just acoustic and uh, her singing. Might have to bring a clip in or something. Yeah, you should bring it in. The way we'll we play everybody it. else, we'll feature you guys. Maybe we'll get you some more work, even though you might not want more. You gotta kind of got You got all your weekend nights always seem to be planned. We yeah, are and busy. Get ready for us. The beginning of March, we're going to do a show from your studio. Oh, are you? Jimmy and I are going to Florida at the end of February. Yeah, my dad's cool. girl, my dad's girlfriend's taking off, and we're going to go down and hang out with him. She's taking off. What does that mean? She's, um, going, she's going on a vacation she's going, and that she had planned beforehand, and he's not going with her. She's going to Israel to do the Jesus walk. All right. How is your father? <laughs> no, that's what they call it, Jimmy. Don't laugh. The he Jesus followed walk. the path of Jesus. He carried the cross. Sure. And the, you, you see where he slept and when he woke up and pushed the wall away. Came in stuff. on a donkey and all. All right. How is your well, father? Um, he's doing better. He's doing better. He, he, I talk to him about every other day. He seems to be doing much, much better, and he's not in the hospital. That's a good thing. There you go. So we'll see how it all goes, but we're planning on coming down there uh, like the last couple of days of February and the first week of March. Good to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, um, we want to tell everybody in the chat room thanks for tuning in. Tune into the Ken Pettigrew Show. Also, Iris Ginger Show, Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY.com. Yeah. Go out and get all the new music that you hear on the Jimmy Star Show. All of it's available on iTunes, and uh, albums are coming out for a lot of those people. I know everybody's going to want to go out and get the Orlando Napier album. It's going to be coming out, and it's fabulous. You bet your buns it is. And we're going to... Uh, I want to thank everybody who's still sending in their, their, their condolences or whatever for the loss of our dog. Mm. Thank you all very much. Yes, yes it's very you. nice, and we it, appreciate it. It means a lot to us. When we hear that you support people who love dogs and that you tell stories about how your dog is a child, a brother, a, 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 ma- a mate, uh, an animal leaves you with as much devastation when they pass as a child, as I firmly believe. Absolutely. Absolutely true. And we want to welcome back our Hollywood vixen, even though she wasn't missing from the show last week. She was no. not sitting with us. And so, so I do sh- want to say one thing. Scooby, has mommy told you that she loved you in the past five minutes? There you go. I always say that. Scooby-Doo. Absolutely. So all is good. We got a great show for you guys next week. Like I said, we've got Neil Brown Jr. coming on. You guys know him from tons of movies. He was in like Fast and Fury. I don't know. He's been in a ton of movies. He's really cool. He's got a new web series coming out. So he's going to be our guest. And we have another guest, but I don't have it totally confirmed, so I'm not going to announce it. And anybody who knows Melissa McCarthy, please send me her email because I want to get her on the show. Mm And we want to thank Chad for being our engineer. Everything is cool. Everything is wonderful. We hope everybody has a fantastic weekend, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, uh, Hope you enjoyed us. Bye, bye, bye. bye. And thanks, chat room.
straight. Jimmy Star, he'll hook you up with some records. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.